0: Hey guys, before we start this podcast, I have three important things I want to talk to you about. One, uh, this isn't our normal Tuesday recording Wednesday podcast. Uh, This is an interview with Pat McIntosh. Martin and I are on vacation so this interview is going to be with Pat. Pat is the founder of Pro Sports Talks. He also has his own podcast called Pro Soccer Talks where he talks to like MLS pros, USL coaches and all sorts of stuff. Pat is like a really big influencer in the MLS community. He works for Pro Profile, which is like this German organization recruiting that gets like uh german players and bundesliga players to come over here and they have like major agents such as neuer marco royce and stuff on their like you know on their profile i guess so pat's a really awesome interview so i'm really excited for you guys to hear about this number two uh lads is on holiday like i said but we're definitely trying to shake things up we're thinking about doing new formatting for the show um we're starting to Get more merch and things like that, and you know, just try and get you guys more involved with the show. We're thinking about doing call-ins, possible more questions, so you guys can be more involved with the show. Um, And three, this is the most important part: Um, a close uh, person to me and Martin has passed away. Um, We worked with him for over two years, and he has a dear son who we also worked with at the law firm. Uh, We're going to talk more about this on our Tuesday episode, but all we want to say is that this thanksgiving um and if you're from another country you don't celebrate thanksgiving it's the holidays i guess and if it's not the holidays then you know just appreciate everything you have in your life you know this thanksgiving you're probably going to be sitting around the table with you know some people in your family suck you know aunt's fucking susie's gonna be talking about how her cats are their kids uh uncle joe smells Um, Your little cousin Ian's talking about Fortnite and shit, and it's probably annoying. Like, I'm going to be annoyed at Thanksgiving, but, you know, I'm just going to be grateful and thankful for the family I have, and I can be there, um, because not everyone can be there. I have buddies who are deployed right now from VMI. They're they're not going to be home for the holidays. There's, you know, all sorts of shit going on in the world where people can't be together during the holidays, and it's, you know, just... Be grateful. Be thankful. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. If there's a girl you like or a guy, tell them you like them. Tell them you love them. I don't know. Um, If you have bad blood with someone, go out and just try and make amends because as cliche as it is to say in the fucking .0001% chance that you get hit by a bus tomorrow, which is also stupid and fucking cliche, it can happen. So this Thanksgiving, please, you know, think about the things, the friends, the family you have in your lives, and you know, uh, that's all I got for you guys. Um, club football is coming back. We're gonna get back to our betting. I've been betting on NBA, and I really suck at betting on NBA. I bet on the Celtics the other night and blew thirty bucks. I I miss betting on club football. I miss just I miss the Premier League. Um, so yeah, really fun interview with Pat. We talk about MLS, Bundesliga. You guys have been begging us to talk about that shit, and you know, it's so hard to. Fit into a show, so we bring on other people who know more about it. So, please enjoy the show, and um, we love you. Bye.
1: If you know, you know. If you
0: know, you know. This thing of Hey guys, welcome into our Saturday special podcast. I am joined by Pat McIntosh. So Pat is a big. Friend of the show, Pat is from Northern California. He works, and forms links between the MLS and the USL Pro and the Bundesliga. He works for uh, in collaboration with Pro Profiles. Apparently, it's a German. It's Pro Profiles, but it's <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. an it is an enormous network that forms. Treme- I'm reading this off their web off his website. Oh, okay, enormous networks forms. Tre- I'm I'm like dyslexic. Tremendous opportunity for players in the U.S., Europe, and Japan. Wow. Anyway, uh, he is the host of Pro Soccer Talks podcast. He is also the host or the founder of prosportstalks.com, a great place to find all sorts of advice on not only soccer but other sports. Am I correct, Pat?
1: Yeah. Thanks, Kevin.
0: Nope. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, Pat, welcome in. So if I miss anything, tell the people at home where they can find you. Uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. And, uh, yeah, if you want to plug anything, go right ahead.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thanks. Well, will you know, it's great being on Lads' podcast. So before I do anything, I'm just gonna uh, you know,
0: just oh, that's so unbrand. I've already actually already cracked mine because I'm staying even more brand. I I've opened up my beer since I've been home, so I am I'm, I'm like I'll crack it again with you. So so my Miller highlight. What are you drinking, Pat? Uh,
1: um, uh, Tap Seventy Nine. It's this uh, double IPA, and here in California, it's uh, two nineteen. Which technically puts me in the alcoholic range, Oh ooh. but I'm okay. It's uh, Friday and I'm I'm good. I'm I'm comfortable with myself. So
0: oh, that's good. It's 2018. Everyone should be comfortable with each their selves, you know. Oh. So, uh, fry yay baby. So yeah, Pat, tell us um a little bit about
1: what you do with a uh, pro profile. All right. Well, you say that great. Uh, it's it looks like it's um, pro profile, uh, but these Germans they say pro profile. And they say it with a you know their German accent and um, it's a really scary. great bunch of guys um, that I work with and they asked me about a year and a half ago to come on uh, and be a, a link for opportunities for players that are looking for an MLS uh, experience and um, you know everybody in there is from you know first second or third uh, division Bundesliga and then you know then there's some people in the EPL and um, typically when they are getting you know like Bastian Schweinsteiger, and they're like, "Oh, I can milk a few more years out of my my career." Let's go to the MLS, and um, but it's starting to change a little bit with some money that's be- become available to attract you know younger players who are you know closer to the the um, upswing of their careers. So it's getting exciting, and and uh, there's a lot more um, opportunities for players to come on over. I mean, there always was, but they're they, they just reluctant to take a pay cut and, and move over here. Um, but now it's looking exciting. So um, even in the um, USL Pro, there's some stuff uh, available. And, and so we're just busy getting players placed where they need to go. So it's fun.
0: No, that's so exciting. And uh, I mean, your continued work helped grows this uh beautiful sport in our country so thank you thank you for your service you know it was just veterans day so i appreciate you pat i'm not gonna you know it's not stolen valor it's just you know i appreciate your work Uh, and in in the soccer community uh me and martin just you know make dick jokes and drink beer you're actually out there in the front lines
1: (laughs) making dick jokes and drinking beer (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that, that's pretty much our tagline now. It's just like, that's what we do, you know? Um, but we that's help crazy. people like us who work in cubicles get by with their days. So that's what we do. So, um, uh, well,
1: yeah. Hey, well, thank you. And it's, I uh, love, I love your guys' content. I, on my podcast, if, uh, those of you who are over at pro soccer talks podcast is pretty, you know, G rated, you know, I got to keep it clean and I, I love being able to just throw the gloves off and just drink beers belch cuss all that stuff with you guys um, I can't wait to couch surf at your place one day and just um, uh, just have a blast so
0: yeah you're more welcome to come to South Philadelphia uh, Martin's actually in North Carolina now so pick your poison so both are pretty pretty trashy some would say I you know what I like my trash city but that's that's fine um, but Pat let me we're you know, we've we've said this on the podcast a bunch of times. I'm not an MLS guy, Martin's not an MLS guy. It's not like we hold a grudge against it. Uh we just never grew up watching it or got, got into it. So obviously the big talk is the MLS playoffs that are going on right now. Yeah. We have the Western Conference, which is Portland, and we uh, versus Kansas City FC. Is that their abbreviation? I, d- I get all weirded yeah. out by MS teams that have like United Football Club.
1: Well, uh, yeah, Sporting Sporting KC, Sporting Kansas City. Yep. Okay. Like Sporting
0: yep. Lisbon. Got it. That's how I remember. All right. Yeah. Um, and then in the Eastern Conference, we have I do know Atlanta United. FC because of our good friends at the Unrelegated podcast. And we also have New York Red Bulls, which I I was actually a fan of New York Red Bulls growing up. I'm a union fan, but just because of Henri. So... Um, tell me about these matchups. I also know they took a break because of international break, which I was kind of bothered by. Cause I was like, Oh, there's all this momentum. Like I was getting so hype on these MLS playoffs, Pat. I was so excited. <laughs> and then they just like, they just brick walled me. I was like, I'm running a half marathon tomorrow. And all I could think of was like, that was my brick wall. Like yeah. I hit that wall. And I was like, so pumped. So why'd they do that? First yeah. off. And well, second, like uh, what are your thoughts on these two matchups?
1: Well, shoot. Um, I know you're you're a great guy, but you don't have to lie that bad, Kevin. Come on! I heard you hating on MLS. uh, I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) Okay, so you know what? Um, I hear you, and it's it's gotten to be uh, the game's warming up. You know, it's just like you don't bake a cake in five minutes. You gotta, you know, let that stuff rise. You know, mix it in, and so that's we're kind of in the um, MLS phase. It's the fastest growing league in the world, and and uh, there's an injection of players coming on. It's raising the game. There's some. There's been some great, uh, you know, just lead up to the end of the season. And uh, Atlanta has been one of those um, stories. So you have uh, a new organization that is just drawing mega fans. And uh, in doing that, you know, the base of the money grows and you can attract huge top quality players. You've got two players in the running from their team that, that um, could be – um, league MVPs, and um, they're coming up against uh, New York Red Bulls. That's going to be exciting. Um, conference championships series. So the way it works is, um, and I love the the name of your of the that podcast, Unrelegated, because that's just the cold dumb fact of MLS. You know, <laughs> no matter how lame you are, <clears throat> San Jose Earthquakes, um, you're not going to get relegated. So um, you. Uh, come into the end of the season and sporting kansas city um, finishes in first place and in a perfect world they'd be um promoted to a higher division but you're right they're not going to be this is the major league soccer right so they uh we go into playoffs so they take the top six of each um conference and they put them into a playoff so atlanta beat nycfc who's your favorite player on nycfc
0: uh, probably David Villa. Cause it's like the one I only know. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. so, uh, I mean, he's no slouch, right? He's, mm-hmm. that, they're a great team. They're believed to be the, the team even from early on that was going to go all the way. And, um, so Atlanta, they're, they're like, they got, they got a complete squad, um, in midfield attacking prowess, just crazy. And then solid defense. And uh, they're going to be. It's going to be a, a great series. I mean, now I think it's worthy for you guys to pay attention to the MLS now that we're in the conference championships. So, well, well, um, well, well, well you know, I, I've been,
0: I've been, you know, keeping my perifs, my peripherals. So I've been checking them out, you know, from a distance. I don't want to get too close because then I might get attached. You know, it's like you see that girl, you see that girl prom, you ask her to dance. Next thing you know, she's pregnant and you have kids. Like <laughs> that's how that works. That's That's what. That's how like every. 80s movie made a seem out to be so um so i i'm very excited for atlanta they got like two mvp candidates i've been told honestly that's why i bring people on like you pat and like unrelegated guys and uh dave from bros talking soccer i bring other people because i'm a dumb idiot man when it comes to mls so but i do know they have two mvp candidates they have tata who's their coach who's going to allegedly going to mexico so they got a lot of talent around them they got uh arthur Arthur Frank, I forget the guy that owns the Falcons and them. Um, yeah. He's like, obviously promoting atlanta a lot making them like uh before we started the podcast we had a little conversation they're selling out their stadium more than like chelsea matches or english matches which is crazy so uh there's there's definitely a culture rise in mls and like you're saying it's the fastest growing uh sport in america next to lacrosse so you know we have a lot of competition so (laughs)
1: league in the world league in the world (laughs) oh okay sorry yeah next to lacrosse so um, in the Western Conference, Portland, who's really our favorites, uh, they got – like if you're talking about um, for years um, MLS cultures that have have been like as rabid of fans as you find in the, in the English Premier League, and um, Portland is there. Um, and they're always finishing well, and they're going up against Sporting KC. Uh, and the way, the, work, the way that it works when you get to the semifinals, uh, if you will – they they always do this um uh thing where they play home and away games so they'll um it's going to start at uh, for the western conference it's going to start on November 25th and it's going to be at Portland versus Sporting KC and then the second game is going to be on November 29th and uh you know the the score of the most goals will be um we'll we'll move on to the finals so and uh with the eastern conference it's going to be november 25th and it's going to be at atlanta um with the uh, new york red bulls before then going back to uh new york on the 29th and they play the games at uh at the same time so that you know all those people that would be meddling with uh match fixing can't do it Ah. it's uh it's a uh, it's a great series. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good uh, good stuff to pay attention to. I know that um, uh, Sporting KC and Portland have this uh, series. If you if you look back on the 2015 uh, playoffs, it came down to same goal differential after two games, and then three rounds of penalty kicks before. Um, I won't spoil your surprise because you're going to have to research this. Before, it was actually a goalie taking penalty kick on the other goalie um, before they decided who was going to go through. And it had the most crazy um, penalty kick result where a rookie took the PK. It bounced off of both posts before not going in.
0: Uh, that's like a FIFA glitch. I've seen oh. that before. That's, that's a, That's yeah. a, you break your controller after that. That's
1: a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it. And, um, and that was, uh, with sporting KC versus Portland the last time that they were in the final. So there's no good, like there's bad blood between these teams. It's going to be a mm. huge grudge match. And I'll just tell you sporting KC lost in that last, um, matchup in the in the finals and they're going to be out to win it um and again the first leg is going to be at portland where they where that infamous game was lost so um it's going to be it's 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 a big 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 matchup on the 25th so get ready strap yourself in you're going to get back on your horse again kevin watch mls
0: well i've been playing a lot of red dead redemption so i'm all about getting on my horse so all right um my I, is, home field advantage is very important in MLS. Like when I watch some of these teams, like Portland, they're doing some crazy shit in the stands, like giant, like you know, it almost seems like a Dortmund game, like in oh. terms of the flags and the banners and like the oh. it feels like the whole stadium's rocking. And Atlanta, to a degree, is right there with Portland. So, do you think that's going to play a huge role as the home field? And also, real real quick before, uh, just like in the Champions League, it's also a home and away goals are weighted differently, right?
1: Um, you know what they're um. That's a good question. I thought they were just um, uh, just differential weighted the same. I don't think so, dude. I think they're the same. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'm, gonna, uh, w- I'm gonna have to answer that question and not pretend like I know the answer right now and get back to you. I'm okay. ashamed to not know okay. that, that question. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll cut this out. I'm not cutting this out, but I'll cut this out. But yeah. Um but yeah, I what I see from Portland and what I've seen from Atlanta, I've seen from a few sides, they go crazy and like i like they're like chopping like wood with like, you know, uh like uh, chainsaws of like grizzly oh, yeah. men, like it's fucking wild. I'm like, I want to. There's a couple like MLS teams I want to go to. One is Portland for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Seattle will be a ton of fun, uh, because honestly, like I always think about Seattle. Like they just don't have any others. I mean, I guess they have the Seahawks, but like they don't have basketball. Their baseball team sucks. Uh, yeah. I feel like that they have a really good time. And also uh, Atlanta, they look like probably the three teams I most want to go to one of their games.
1: Right, and um. Portland beat Seattle. That's like the biggest original grudge match. What you know, I can understand there's a a variety of reasons why you want to hate the MLS because they have this like uh, shrouded in mystery, the decisions that uh, get to be that that are made with who gets to be an expansion team for one. And they try to um, the league has been trying to contrive these rivalries, you know, uh, and like match up these markets to make it so that there's like these embedded rivalries so that you have more fervor around the league and everything and seattle and portland from the very get-go have been like bitter rivals without like mls contriving some stupid shit so um they're they're like a the the team the two teams that they've that the mls have tried to build the league around um as far as like fevered fan bases and um so it was cool to see portland beat out seattle um to to go on but um uh they they are a fantastic it is freaking loud as hell even even the um the women's the wsl um Mm -hmm. women's league they're the thorns and and at the thorns game it was just deafening crazy like people just going ape shit um you know like an epl match Mm -hmm. um you know, the same kind of stuff in Portland. They're freaking nuts. So well, uh, um, it's super fun to see, um, you know, to see them. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they're going to go through, but if you want a little bit of, a uh, analysis, you want my prediction.
0: Yeah, I would love. So give me your prediction for the Western conference finals and then, uh, Eastern, uh, following, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, as much as I want Portland to go through, cause that's kind of my home away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, Sporting KC is looking really strong. Um, they have Graham, Zusi, and then just a variety like high-level players that are really resilient and and can win 50-50 balls. And they're hungry. They're like a, a, a really hungry and talented team right now. Um, they're even their second team in the USL Pro um, uh, went on, and um, so they're. I'm predicting them to edge out Portland. Um, and Atlanta is unstoppable. Joseph Martinez um, is just a scoring machine. I think he's got like freaking fifty goals or something this year. I don't. know. I've lost count, but it's just unheard of. Um, we'll
0: say we'll say fifty. Uh, don't fact yeah. check us. We'll say fifty.
1: <laughs> okay, fifty goals, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna edge out um, the New York Red Bulls, who are have a great attacking squad, but um, Atlanta can find. Um, holes through their defense and slot slot balls through there so i'm predicting an atlanta sporting kc um mls cup final and um so for me like when i when i get to this part of the uh any series like even the world cup like i'm kind of less interested in the final just because all the heat's been taken out of the the balloon um mm-hmm. you know and you're like uh unless it's your team you're like yeah fired up you know so but I think that it's going to probably be a um, Atlanta Sporting KC final. And, but if Portland's in it, I'm going to be like ah, freaking yeah.
0: <laughs> tongues yeah. out and all. Yes, I uh, what's up? Uh, I think Portland Atlanta. I guess I, I feel like Sporting KC I, in terms of like marketing for MLS. I feel like a Portland Atlanta final would be a bigger like television event than. Sporting KC, like no offense to Sporting KC, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, what would be the craziest, you know, like I want to see like the Patriots versus the Saints in the Super Bowl this year because Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I want to see the blue chip teams play each other you know what i mean yeah. uh even though atlanta is brand new they're the most exciting and fun to watch so like yeah. i want them in the final so that's the final i want i'm all about i'm like team atlanta now even though i've i was a barely a philadelphia union fan so uh this is that was that was good well thank you pat i appreciate your predictions i know if uh if i lose money i know who to blame anyway so let's move on to another topic you are very familiar because you've worked with uh dortmund through pro profile uh, which is just so fun to say, just because everything, anything German, they just sound so angry. Anything they say, yeah. uh, they could be like, I don't know how they say like sweet nothings or flirt with each other. It just seems too aggressive. But uh, <laughs> so, Borussia Dortmund, Borie, Dortmund. I will say Dortmund. Our, uh, you know, our godsend, Christian Pulisic, plays for them. Um, are on a tear right now. Not only in the Champions League, but in the Bundesliga, which has been predominantly dominated, predominantly dominated, dominated by Bayern Munich. So, mm-hmm. what is going on with them? Uh, Paco Alcacer—he's like the most clutch player right now. His goal-to-minute ratio is unreal. Um, their new manager is just making them play fun, exciting football. I so what? What is the story of Dortmund? What is their like? I you know I'm not a big Bundesliga guy, but I, every I keep getting all these headlines like, oh my god, like Dortmund, watch out!
1: Yeah. Um, well, first off, if you've ever been to uh, Dortmund, um, you you soon realize that the only thing that the city has going for it is soccer. Mm. So you have all this like population of people, and it's like industrial center. It's gray, drizzly, rainy, crappy, and it's just like oh, you got you got Borussia Dortmund, and um, so. You got, um, just a whole lot of, uh, of energy going in there. And this year, I mean, with Pulisic, with like the new, um, loans that they've been able to capitalize on new coach, uh, it's got a lot of new blood in there. That's released a lot of stagnation uh, typically with it's, you know, a lot of times it's them or Munich and Bayern is having a, um, a down year, you know, whatever I think people get, um you know a little complacent you can only win so much right um if you look at uh the stuff that was coming off of last world cup and to me world last world cup world cups are kind of telling and um hold on a second i gotta
0: Ooh, it's 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 getting it's getting wild in here Mm.
1: so um Lewandowski and um and um and especially and especially um like their talisman which a lot of time is manuel neuer and um he's he's also one of the players from (laughs) so he's um he's a really good player and has been forever but you know like whatever's going on with with uh those players i think they've it's it's a hungry man's game, you know, when it comes down to being a, um, a 50-50 ball out there on a field. And I know you you identify with playing sports, too. Like, whoever wants that ball more is going to get it. Mm-hmm. And if you've gotten that ball and you've gotten, you know, rings and you've gotten trophies and cups and everything, like, your hunger, you can't you – can't. it's hard to keep that hunger going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and dynasties have, like, time limits, you know. It's hard to, like, keep those – fire's burning and torches get passed. And I think uh, Borussia has always been the younger um, redheaded stepchild of, of uh, Munich. Whenever like a night, a good player's coming up, they, they, uh, they buy them off and uh, they edge them out and they bully them out. But they've, they've uh, Borussia, like they understand that they have a moment right now where they can do it and they're not, they're like Munich isn't doing what they usually do. And so that they can step up and play and, and they are creative and they're exciting to watch, huh?
0: Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just so surprised by their young talent that they've put onto the field, especially, uh, Sancho. Uh, he's been a phenom. Absolutely. Just racking up, racking up goals. And it's just great seeing like young English talent, like, like, you know, um, because most young English talent, they, they only do well or they usually stay in the Premier League. So it's, you know, weird kind of to see him going to another uh A-list, blue blood like program and starting and doing so well. I'm also very excited because Marco Royce is not hurt. Like that is great. I, it's been so long where I've seen a consistent Marco Royce who he's always been like the Greg Odom to me where I'm just like, oh, my God, like if this guy was healthy all the time, he would be like a top 10 player, but I can't say that because the guy is consistently injured. Um, Axel Witzel has been amazing. Uh, Mario Gertz has having kind of resurgent, even though he suffered uh, from those, I think it's heart problem. He had some like heart pulpitate. I don't know what exactly. He had some uh, some fucking health problems, but I, yeah. you know. Uh, well, that's which,
1: cool that you talked about that. I mean, that dude has been, um, when you talk about hunger and somebody who wants to prove themselves and has like a, 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 uh, a chip on their shoulder um that dude saved germany in the 2014 world cup was edged out and not picked up on the squad for uh this last world cup um has health problems it's like a metabolism thing where um he um you know how he's kind of a little bit more pudgy he's like mm. kind of looks like a doughy kind of like a toddler almost
0: yeah well that's why i love him because i relate i'm like oh yeah that's why he's like my favorite player to watch because i'm like man like that's me like i I get that like (laughs) he's got got a little beer gut like he like he could look good but he decided he chooses not to because he likes to drink that's my kind of player yeah
1: Yeah, well he it's like some kind of um like um yeah medical issue that he has and he's he's out to prove himself and he's he's a he's a leader on that team and um he wasn't. You I mean he was? You know, like anybody was expecting him to be picked for the German squad, and uh, and he wasn't. He's just like, F you guys, I'm gonna fricking score on your asses." And mm-hmm. uh, he's a good player.
0: Yeah, I'm just been. It's been a really weird year. Aside for like league league un with PSG, which is like, yeah, you think, but all the other leagues in Europe, it's like pretty wide open right now, especially La Liga, Syria uh obviously what we're talking about right now the bundesliga and it's fun it's it's the european soccer the top five leagues and obviously the premier league like i that goes without saying with the top three all undefeated chelsea liverpool and man city but what i'm trying to say is it's way more fun for me to like try and catch up on all the other leagues when i know that's like i don't want to look at the bundesliga and be like oh Bayern's up by 20 points and it's like the, the third week you know yeah. Yeah. Um and w- so you think it's just a hunger thing of Bayern? Like I, I'm looking at the team sheet from their match, their matchup, uh, from last week or I don't know how long ago. I think it was last week, and I'm looking at the team sheet and I'm like, Jesus, guys! Like you have Lenodowski, Mueller, Ribéry, uh. Ribery, uh Martinez and you look at the defense, Hummels, Boateng, Kimmich, Alaba, Neuer. And then you look at Dortmund and like I, all those other players would start for Dortmund over the players currently on Dortmund, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like a lack of motivation or they just there's no there's no uh intensity
1: with them? Well, and um they're old. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like when you have when you have a uh, when you have a lifespan of a team, you have uh, when you look at some things and I can see some things kind of from the inside from um, the kind of politics of players when you have a player on your on your squad that's uh, for example um, I talked about Manuel Noyer right He used to be the highest um, paid goalkeeper in in the world right and now there's all these other ones, but he's got you know a, a resume that's pretty big. Well, when do you, as a coach, say, "Hey, you know what? It's time to move you on, to um, you know, whatever, you know, or, or you know, we need to have some other people in there." There's a whole lot of pressure from agents um, to keep these play, and and from from a whole lot of different things. Even when you have a player making more money than the coach is, saying like, "Hey, how? What do you? I'm not in the lineup. Of course, I'm going to be in the lineup." You know. So you have the you build these teams around these players that um, can't hang anymore as much. You know they're kind of by degrees get get a little bit older, but you're still basing their play around them. You see it in uh, most noteworthy with uh, the MLS right now. Um, the biggest he's about to crush the the um, scoring record, but they um, they couldn't hang anymore. Chris Wondolowski, um, and I love him. He's he's. Chico State that's where I went to school he's freaking awesome dude he scored the most goals in the MLS he's 36 35 I don't know he's 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 older Mm -hmm. and that's why he's he's been healthy he's been scoring like crazy but now he's not anymore he's scoring like 11 goals a season 12 goals a season where he used to be like 19 20 and he and and 25 or whatever but he's he's racked up an amount of goals. He's got all these people behind him. He's the he's the face of the franchise. But you still build a team around him. But he can't hang like a, a twenty two year old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you see that young buck so you Ribery. <laughs> how long has Ribbery been around? Ever forever. I'll answer that forever. Yeah, and um, the Dutch dude who looks like the guy from Star Trek. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's messed up.
0: That was uh what's it called? Sir, whatever his name is, uh Picard or whatever. Yeah. R- Robin, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Aaron uh, Robin. That's yeah. Funny. Doesn't he
1: look like the guy from Star Trek?
0: Come on. Ah, fuck you, Pat. That's all I'm gonna be able to think about now. When I see him, I'm like, that's yep, that's a uh, uh that's, Professor that's Professor X. That's so uh yeah.
1: you think that he shaves his hair because his head because he just likes the style. No, he doesn't have any hair anymore. Mm. so he's like there's other players that can play that can run down the wing and can get balls in you know and and uh, so that's just, i that's where i think that uh, munich is they um it's hard to reinvent your team when you built them around aging players and that's just kind of the life cycle of um of teams mm-hmm. yeah um
0: well people forget robin had hair on chelsea or that he played for chelsea people forget People forget, Pat. Uh, well, that was
1: a long time ago. Like, 1962 is a long time
0: ago. Yeah, I mean, that is like... That's <laughs> like Bobby Moore and the gang when they won the World Cup. Huh. Uh, it's, it's when they it came home. Anyway. What was I going to talk about? Yes. So, I want to... Get this, uh, end this with uh, your thoughts about the Premier League. Um, I mean, you you mo- you're mostly an MLS guy, Bundesliga guy, USL guy, but I mean, it's hard. Premier League is probably the most you know advertised, most sh- easily, most shown here in America, most uh, ex- I guess um, what's the word I'm looking for, it's uh, the most access to. So. Mm-hmm. What are, you, what are you thinking about this title race so far? Man City uh, currently top of the table, uh, right behind mm-hmm. Liverpool, then Chelsea. Tottenham at a sneaky fourth, who I think are sneaky good, which is yeah. bad, bad for me. Arsenal at fifth. Uh, yeah. Unai, Unai Emery killing it right now with Arsenal, I think, even though he's in fifth place. I think he's performing way better. Yeah. people thought and uh and then man you we don't really know i think they're in 8th right now i haven't checked i for, i forget what the table is but yeah. yeah uh what are your what are your current thoughts on the premier league uh if you had to pick a winner right now who would it be wolves oh <laughs> well we have huddersfield so okay All right. i like i like that
1: i'm just saying that just because i'm on my hunger kick right now like they're they are a team that i love watching them and um, if and they're the team that like when I say, you know, the MLS sucks and the USA sucks because they don't do a pro rel thing, and um, because you have awesome um, stories like that in Leicester. So um, when you when you don't have Man U in the top top four, you know that like there's a lot of wide open um, wide open stuff going on when, between their points or Man City has got you know they're just the team. Um, but I think that, uh, when you're looking at, um, teams that, that can do well and have, have something to prove, um, and it's still relatively early in the season, you look at teams like, uh, Wolves and Brighton who are here to just like, they have nothing to lose and they have, they have everything to, to gain by proving that they're worthy um, so it's cool seeing, seeing them in there. I think, um, what was your question? What do I think? Who do I think is going to do well this season?
0: Yeah, uh, pretty much like over, like, who do you think is going to win? Um, I know it's still early in like week 12 or so, but, uh, I mean, it's pretty, we got into the conversation that the top four, someone said like, is this the top four that's going to be the top four for the end of the season? Um, and I still think at the beginning of the season, I picked Liverpool to win and I think they still can still win this not easily i was about to say easily but no i think it's gonna be a tough we're gonna finally have a close title race compared to the last couple years but uh who do you think um who's impressed you the most
1: well i i just told you that wolves have impressed me the most with 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 where they are um Mm -hmm. having been you know promoted and uh and being comfortable at the middle of the table where they are uh but i think that um towards the end of the season you're gonna see a man city liverpool type of thing where you got like the old guard but but man city's got like the biggest depth deepest um bench you know that that can just like crush everybody um but i love i love you know like everybody does the underdog story and um and so i think that um I'm I'm just personally excited to see uh the Wolves do really well and finish. Probably um probably I bet that they can finish in the top five um this year. So that's oh, what I think.
0: That would be so cool. I love when teams that are not like, you know, top six finish in the top five. Like uh like when Swansea did really well a couple years ago, they got into Europe. Uh, I don't need to get into like top five, but like, you know, it just makes me so happy. Uh, yeah, when Lester. Shoot. Yeah. Well, great. I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, Lester, like we talk about that all the time about like Lester and just how it gave us chills and hope that there's still hope in the world for like Cinderella stories and that like, you know, the little guy can like, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, a classic black and white film from like the 1940s can do it mm-hmm. and beat the big government that is the corrupt man city and PSGs of the world. So, yeah. All right. All right, Pat. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, We want to have you back on the podcast soon. But before we end this thing, please tell the people at home where they can find you, where they can uh, uh, reach out to you, and um, all the stuff you do.
1: All right. So uh, it's Pro Soccer Talks Podcast on iTunes. If you don't listen to it, then um, you better because um, it's a a fun show. It's kind of – it's it's we talk a lot about um soccer and and how it applies how it can uplift your game even if your game is not soccer or skiing so we <laughs> we uh we do this thing for the ski season and we're partnering with a ski season out here in california called at tahoe where you can win lift tickets and we just acknowledge and give a nod to all the other people who are involved in sports outside of the best one and um uh, so it's super fun. And then we're at prosportstalks dot com, and, uh, you guys, I love the stuff that you do, like going to Philly games and stuff like that. I'm excited for next season. And, and, uh, uh, we're always interested in like where people are in the United States. If you're close to a, um, you know if you wherever you are, if you if you're close to another game and you can go there for us and you um, have a mic on your phone and you can get some commentary and some pictures, we'd love to have you contribute. We're kind of like this organic um, media outlet. That's what we are.
0: All right. well, Pat, this has been a lot of fun. That's really sick. And uh, if you end up going to sporting events, hit up Pat and Pat is one of the uh, people who are, you know, a part of those bricks that make up the soccer. Community and the growth of American soccer. So we can't thank you enough for your service, Pat. And again, hope to have you on soon. And yeah, take it easy, okay?
1: Hey, thanks, Kevin. And Martin, I'll drink a beer for Martin.
0: R.I.P. Martin. All right. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to my.